0: Welcome to the Kupinger Coal Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias Einlott. I'm an analyst and advisor at Kupinger Coal Analysts. In each edition, we will have one guest joining me, often a fellow analyst or another interesting partner, and we will have a 15 minutes or so chat around current topics. My guest today is Christopher Schütze, and our topic today is incident response management. So welcome, Christopher. Thank you, Matthias. When we want to talk about incident response management, it all starts with it all starts with an incident. So what is what you recommend that an enterprise, an organization, a company should do to prepare for an incident? So what are the steps to take? So,
1: as you uh, already said, the most important thing is preparation. So, it is not sufficient if you have an incident that you start to think about what to do, who to contact, and how to mitigate an existing uh, threat or an attack for you. So, really, the first step when talking about incident response management is preparation. So, preparation is key, is uh, the simple phrase we usually use there. Um, and then the preparation should include things like um, thinking about what happens to your organization, how to organize internally, um, how to communicate internally and externally, and things like that. And this is really the thing you should do at the beginning. And therefore, we have um, really a really good process for um, implementing and thinking about an incident response management process or uh, creating something like a plan.
0: Okay, so this is also much about risk management, about understanding risk?
1: Yeah, that's right. So usually, if you want to identify the risk for your organization, you have something like a risk assessment and uh, really get known about things which might happen to your organization. So for instance, really um, a cyber attack, um, something like a data breach, or maybe also something like a pandemic crisis like we currently have. But this is uh, at least pandemic crises are more or less um, business continuity management and uh, resiliency and things like that. Really, uh, incident response management is more focusing on an active attack to your organization. And therefore, you need to prepare.
0: Okay. So if you are preparing, so what are the phases that you are preparing for? I think the more you have at hand when things happen, the better you're off.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. So usually, we as Kupika Cole think about um, seven phases when we talk about incident response management processes. Usually, everything starts with a detection. So really, get informed or uh, get informations about a data breach or an incident to your organization. Really, in the worst case, you get uh, this information by in a social media post of a news magazine or some private people, Um, this is really the worst case. Uh, In a good case, you detect it internally. But here, really, it starts. Your employees, your IT staff needs to be trained that uh, they know how to proceed if they realize that there might be an incident. So really, the next step, who is informed about... An incident so that really the incident response management process can start. And then, usually, the next step is the triage phase where you, if you are part of the incident response management team, after getting informed you might have something, you really start to investigate uh, to collect more information about uh, the incident, the attack, and then uh, really be able to rate how critical this thing is to you and uh, what the next steps are. And here again, this is something you can prepare. You can create something like a categorization from one to three or ABC level incident, which causes different um, processes at the end, maybe with C-level attention or chief executive office attention or only on IT level and uh, without informing public authorities or things like that.
0: But that also um, involves having the right technologies, the right systems in place. So incident response management always laps over also to technology, of course, to processes, but also having the right systems in place to be capable of doing this triage.
1: Yeah, that's right. You, usually you, you might have systems like um, uh, a CM system to collect log files, to, to collect um uh, access informations or things like that, um, this is really a difficult phase and the better you are prepared here, the easier it is to identify really the cause of the incident at all. And uh, if not, you really have to go on uh, all the systems and uh, have a look at it, what happened, uh, what might be the cause and things like that. And this is really the preparation for the next phase then. Um, After getting known what it is, uh, how how critical it is for you, you for sure need the next prepared steps to contain, to prevent uh, from further harm to your organization, Mm -hmm. maybe to isolate uh, network segments, systems, or things like that. Because especially here, it's really critical and important that you do not just turn off the systems. Because if you want to do things like forensic analysis, that you want to do things like law enforcement. Um, therefore, you need really to um, keep the information which might be stored in um, the, the memory of the system um, available. And if you turn systems off, those informations gets lost forever. And then for sure, the next step is to remove them, the incident. If it's, if it's something like a malware or ransomware, um, you are really or you are highly interested to delete it from the systems. Therefore, you, ne- you need experts. Um, if you are a smaller company or organization, maybe you need uh, external support here. And uh, this is something you need to prepare too. Because if you start in case of an incident uh, to investigate or to Google for uh, experts for forensic analysis, this is not the best idea. So you should have some contacts here, some and experts internal and external. And also important is, depending on your organization size, you might need this 24 times seven.
0: But once this has happened, um, how do you get back to normal? What is the next step then, once you have removed all the um, threats from the system?
1: Yeah, for sure, if you have removed the threat. Um, The malware, the software, whatever happened from your systems, the next step is really a restoration to uh, enable your systems to work like they did before the incident. Installing backups, if data is affected, you have to have to invest. If there is infected uh, backup or things like that, this is really important. Otherwise, you might reinstall uh, the the, um, malware or the ransomware again. This is really the next step, going back to normal business. And then a very important thing uh, happens in the next phase is the notification phase. And here it is really important. Based on the German or the European uh, GDPR requirements, especially for data breaches, if you get informed the first time that potential customer data is breached, then you have uh, 72 hours time to inform public authorities about that. So maybe really here this notification phase for informing public authorities might be earlier, depending on how long it takes uh, for the containment eradication and restoration phase. This is really essential. So, uh, usually, it's the sixth step in, in the process, but depending on the things which happened before. And usually, this was uh, mentioned by a report from the UK, it takes up to uh, 60, 70 days from uh, having an incident internally, like a in data breach, until you, you as an organization realize that you had something.
0: Okay, but that is the point in time when the clock starts ticking, when you actually realize that something has happened.
1: Exactly, but important, and this is what I said at the beginning, um, you need to have, or you have to train your employees. If the person who gets informed is maybe the person who works on the reception and has no IT background and gets informed, hey, you have a data breach. This is when the uh, clock
0: starts to uh, count for the 72 hours. So I think the, the this, this communication process in, in itself, so the, this, this, this ominous black suit communication, when really somebody who is capable and in the position of actually informing um, authorities and maybe even the data subjects being involved, that is a process that really needs training and preparation, because I think this communication can go horribly wrong.
1: Exactly. And... Communication in general is a really important topic when talking about incident response management. Just think about an IT responsible person uh, which is uh, using Twitter and uh, is answering to some data breach topics with his private account. And uh, the press is realizing that and is quoting him and things like that. So another important thing and uh, part of an incident response management process and preparation is having uh, something like a communication t- team uh, with C level attention, with PR, um, and really responsible persons.
0: Okay, great. So, so now that, that that we've come from from detection to understanding what has happened, to containing the issue, to remove the issue, to restore the data, to communicate, would be what would be the the wrap-up phase, how do you you conclude with such such an incident? Um, Prepare for the next one?
1: Yeah, at at the end, it's prepare for the next one because usually you will become the victim of an attack again or uh, of an incident. And uh, really a part of the incident response management process, which is very important, is the, the last one, the review phase, where you have a look at your process, at the things, Uh, that went well and uh, those who don't. And here you can learn and realize a lot what you can improve the next time so that you do not uh, do mistakes
0: twice. Okay, understood. I I think this incident response management process is really something that many organizations still just not have in place. They're still lacking that. So um, I assume that we as Cooking a Call, are offering training, support, anything like that here?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, actually, we have a uh, masterclass running about uh, incident response management. That is very interesting. Um, it is uh, four chapters with uh, four subtopics where you really explain what is important, um, what you need to do, how to communicate, and really how to do that thing. And at the end, the the idea is to enable you, setting up an incident response management plan and process in your organization. And for sure, we have a lot of research um, on that topic too.
0: Okay, great, thank you. So I think that everybody who listened to this podcast and realized that there might be some room for improvement for their own incident response management process, please feel free to get in touch with Christopher or me, uh, or a call in general. Thank you very much, Christopher. Anything final you want to add to this?
1: No, I think uh, that was a really good uh, chat about incident response management. I would be happy if you have further questions that you contact one of us. Thank you.
0: Okay, great. Thank you very much, Christopher, for taking the time. Thank you very much to the audience for listening. And I'm happy to have you in a future edition of this podcast again. Thank you, Christopher. Bye-bye.